It's time for Sex Talk with Lou. Lou Paget on Toginet. So, have you ever wondered if you're normal or why you feel distant from your partner? Why they keep doing that? Want to recreate a truly connected relationship? Or wondered, how do I tell my partner or kids about things? Then this is your chance to be a fly on the wall and learn about one of the most important parts of our health, our sexual health. Lou Paget is a certified sex educator, an international best-selling author, and not only will Lou and her guests discuss the most current research, they will put you at the head of the class on good, solid, scientifically-based information and how it will impact you and your family. Known for delivering information about sexuality and relationships, sans the sleaze factor while retaining all the accuracy, fun, and the you're kidding factor. Let's get to it. Sex Talk with Lou on Toginet. And now here's your host, Lou Paget. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's show. Well, the first thing I'm going to start off with today is what you put on your body absolutely impacts everything. So, you know, what you put on your body and what you uh, put into it. So your food is your drug, and anything you put on it impacts you right away because your skin is your largest organ. And if you're wanting to keep yourself healthy and, you know, prosperous and all that good stuff, you have to really read these labels. This weekend, uh, I had someone who... I uh, had to go into for uh, the emergency room. They spent one night in the hospital, and they give you this little care package of things from a company called, the company trademark name is Med Spa. So it's WW Medline, and it's a trademark of, registered trademark of Medline Industries. Okay? So I l- always look at the labels on what's in the product that is being given to people now, here's the deal. Do you think people who go to a hospital are feeling fabulous in the first place? The answer to that would be obviously no. And secondly, if they are already in an immune-compromised situation, you don't want to do something else that exacerbates it. And I'm reading the, just as an example, there was toothpaste, a mouthwash, a shampoo, body wash, and then a hand and body lotion. The first one I picked up was the baby, supposedly baby shampoo and body wash. And and the second ingredient is sodium lauryl sulfate. That's the thing that makes everything foam. It also is something that is highly, highly toxic. Then it's got a, uh, let's go down here, then it's got methylparaben, no, we do not want parabens. Then it has propylene glycol. You know what that is? That is antifreeze. Great. So this is baby shampoo and body wash with those charming ingredients in it, given at the hospital. Now, let's go on to the hand and body lotion. In this, it says water, stearic acid, glycerin, great, mineral oil, basically that's petroleum product. And then it goes on to have dimethicone, which is silicone, and then quaternium-15. One of the reasons I no longer recommend using Astroglide is because it contains polyquaternium. It contains quaternium. And what that is is a product that was developed and designed to speed the flow of water through fire hoses. 
Lovely, huh? Now, there's a thing called the MD um, Manufacturer's Data Safety Sheet, okay? And when you read that for quaternium, and there's a number of different types, 15, 18, it literally states, oh, charming, helicopters overhead, it literally states that polyquaternium is not to come in contact with skin externally or internally. So in Astroglide, it's being applied internally to women. Great. Now, when then I looked at mouthwash. This one was fabulous. So the mouthwash is called Sparkle Fresh, alcohol-free. Great. So the first thing is water. Great. Then sorbitol. Okay, sorbitol, aspartame, any of these are really toxic to your system. And then the third ingredient, yay, propylene glycol. The third concentrated ingredient in the mouthwash, again, antifreeze. I'm like, you people are out of your frickin' mind. And then sodium saccharin. Then we have the little baby Colgate toothpaste, loaded with fluoride. And do you know why they say that keep out of reach of children under six? And if accidentally swallowed, get medical help or contact a poison control center? You got it, puppies, because fluoride is a highly toxic product. And we have been so lied to that it's, it is for you know the benefit of your teeth. No, it isn't. It does not. Actually, too much of it will destroy your teeth. So I looked at this and I thought, here are people who are not well in the first place, and these are the products they're being given in a hospital. So I'm going to send off a charming little note to um, our dear friends at Medline and say, and I'm going to post it on Facebook as well, are you out of your mind, people? So that's my startup on, you know, watch what, what, just because it seems like something's coming from a good source, do your own research. And I think what we find now is people are becoming much they're much more um, organized as consumers. They are more conscious of what they are doing. And you know, the, the person who ended up being in the hospital, part of it was a combination of food poisoning from sushi. So it was a crunchy, spicy tuna roll and from a top grocery store in Malibu. And so sick. So be aware that just because it looks like it's going to be okay, you don't know. And, you know, now we've gotten to the point where trying to buy seafood is really difficult. That used to be a staple of my diet, but as a result of Fukushima, the seafood is now contaminated with radiation. I mean, they know that. And, you know, we, we need to, you know, have some form of, of nutrients, but I'm not going to eat farm-raised. And if they tell you it's Atlantic salmon, they're lying. It's farm-raised. So the important thing that I want to get across to people, be a smart consumer. So last week I talked about all of the things that I did in my presentation for uh, UCLA, the uh, MFTs, marriage family therapists, marriage family you know, um, counselors, MSCC, and the uh, psychiatric residents. And the main reason that I do that presentation is because they don't get any of the discussion in their medical training at all. Rarely do they have anything that, uh, and because they're taught to the test. Today I was online and I thought, what I'm going to talk about today is 
romantic holidays. This is holiday season. People are leaving. And I have people ask me questions like, is it possible for a holiday romance to continue? Possibly. I'm going to answer that. I'm going to address that one. Also, what are sexy holiday ideas? There's plenty of them. The first thing that when I talk to people about sexy holidays, what does that look like to you? Does that look like, you know, you're um, on a beach? Does it look like you are, are you going by yourself? Are you partnered? What does that look like? Because for many people, you know, the more they, because I love when people say, oh, vacation sex is so much better than, you know, at-home sex. Well, the reason that is, is because when you're on vacation, you don't have anything else around you. You don't have having to be at work. You don't have dealing with kids if you have kids. You don't have having, you don't have all the regular things that go on in your day-to-day life. And by the way, I've, I've just been uh, finishing reading Bruce Lipton's book, which I've read before, but, uh, you know, in order to really download stuff, you need to read it two, if not three times. And this is called The Biology of Belief. And a little FYI, and this is why people get stagnated in relationships as well, that 95% of what you do during the day is run by your subconscious. And just as an example, when you're walking somewhere, you're not thinking about heel-toe, heel-toe, you know. But when you are, because that's your subconscious. When you're driving somewhere, your subconscious is driving. And if he says, don't worry that your subconscious is driving, it's a far better computer than your conscious mind. Your conscious mind is the one that's the creative mind. And the subconscious mind is the one that is like the database that's had things downloaded to it. So when you're on holidays, the reason that things are, you know, often are so easy is because you are so focused and you're, it isn't that 95% of your subconscious running your day. You have a lot more of your conscious creative mind that is creating your holiday, your sex, whatever it is you're doing. So when I ask people what is their idea of a sexy romantic holiday, most people will say something with, you know, a beach or water or someplace where it's not what they normally are used to. So for me, I live in Southern California, so I'm not a beach person, but Lots of people are, but you can tell when you're, you know, if you're native here or you live here, you can tell who the uh, holidayers are or, you know, people who are, are coming in as, as the tourists because those of us in Southern California are wearing a jacket when we go down to Santa Monica Beach and the tourists are out there lying, you know, in their bikinis on their towels. And for us, it's like cold. For them, it's like yippee. So for someone wanting to escape you know, a weather change. Any time you go someplace that has a new feel for you, you are in. You're already in holiday mind, which is also what I tell people. If you want to change something in your own life, change the placement of your furniture. Move something around. Put something new in a room. That will change and shift. It, it, it's something so small. And that's, that's also why I tell people, change the bed. Do something with the bed. Make the bed, you know, put different sheets on it. Bring something. Because one of the things that, that most resorts know is that having those pristine white sheets is highly, is, it's like highly desirable. 
because that's so you'll see those stripy white sheets on just about in just about every hotel because that is for most people that is one of the most conducive things for a lovely bed. Now we're coming up to the first break here. When I come back, I'm going to go more into the sexy romantic holidays and some of my suggestions of places to go and to consider. And the big thing, here we go to the tunes, coming back with Sexy Romantic Holidays. Sex Talk with Lou on Toginet with your host, Lou Paget. Techniques and tips are her specialty. She delivers bite-sized chunks of information you can use right away that work. So stand by for more sex talk when we get back after these. This is Sex Talk with Lou on Toginet.com. Secret Cuisines and Sacred Rituals is a quest, a place, and a feast. Join host Vilasi Venkatachalam every week to explore myths, mystique, old medicine, and brilliant modern solutions through a dazzling kaleidoscope of cuisines, cultures, and cures. This is the place where tribes gather, strangers and familiars, to be memory keepers and makers of our evolving, enduring, evergreen, spoken legacy of wisdom and ingenuity. In Velocity's words, when we do old things in new ways and new things in old ways, we paint with an inspired palette, weave our own healing traditions, and become our own guru. Velocity is a troubadour of secret cuisines and sacred rituals. She collects stories of wisdom, ingenuity, and grit. She believes wellness and transformation happen when you stand at the threshold of delight and discovery. She displays her hidden penchant for drama when she leads the safari at the supper club. Her favorite pastime is to extol the marvels of cuisines, cultures, and cures to her audience in workplaces, seminars, and salons. Her mantra is, be your own guru. She is a biochemist, botanist, and alchemist who likes to churn delightful, useful things from a brew of art and science, ancient and evolving, old medicine, and new cures. Join Velocity every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, only here on the WooHoo Radio Network. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. Muscle soreness is not an accurate gauge of whether you've had a good workout or not. After you have exercised the next day, you may not feel anything or you may have muscle awareness. But if your muscles are really sore, that's not good. Not only physically, but mentally also. Being sore has many factors, such as how much stress you've been under, how much sleep you have had, how your eating is going, etc. So scoring your workout on how sore you are is counterproductive. I am asking you to work out every day. But if you push yourself too hard one day and are so sore that you can't work out the next day, that's not a good thing. Exercise should be pleasant and productive. I want you to exercise the rest of your life. Working out does not have to be uncomfortable to be effective. Be consistent, get a great workout in, and enjoy. For the Fitness Minute, I'm Annette Hammond. Welcome back to Sex Talk. Imagine having access to some of the best experts in the field of sexuality and sexual health so you can finally ask that question. Be it function, sensation, or something you've heard, this is the spot. It's Sex Talk with Lou on toginet.com. 
And now, back to your host, Lou Paget. <laughs> Welcome back. So while I was on the break, I was just checking, you know, a couple of different websites for places that I was going to make recommendations for you. So sexy romantic holidays. One of the places, okay, here's the thing. You can do seasonal or you can do off-season. One of the best things about doing off-season, of course, is that it's not as crowded. But right now, of course, people, if they're, you know, have their kids out of school or they have their summer vacation, this is, you know, they're going to go off to someplace. And, but, and most times, planning it in advance is going to give you the advantage of setting your mind up so you know what you, you, know what you want to experience. So I have a girlfriend of mine. She's taking her family to Hawaii because she, this is just, she has always loved to be able to do that with her son. And this is, you know, this is her treat to herself. Now, would I recommend going to Hawaii? Sure. Hawaii is beautiful. It's got many things. Hoalalai, the Four Seasons Resort on the Kona Coast, is gorgeous. And it is pristine. The um, beaches are gorgeous. But the Hoalalai also has a children's area and an adult's area, which I think is rather crucial if you are traveling as a couple, you don't want to be surrounded by a bunch of kids. I think we've all been places where, you know, you are, you know, you go to a destination wedding and someone has you, you don't really know anything about the resort, and it turns out that it's, you know, very kid-heavy friendly, and, and it's kind of like, I don't want to be around someone screaming children, thank you, but I do want to be around other adults. So it really depends on, you know, the, the feeling you want to get. So... Here's another thing. Many people want to go to Europe, Um, destination weddings in Europe, and planning things around that can have be phenomenal. Many couples, that's what they do. They incorporate their holiday, you know, because they've got a good friend who's getting married, and off they go. It's, again, up to you and what your means are. Let's start with North America. If you want to do things that are um, within budget stuff, Travel by car, obviously, but you can also, you can be a completely fantasy person just driving or heading over to Las Vegas. And believe me, Las Vegas is not the only place where, you know, things stay in Las Vegas. If you've decided that you're going to go and just have, you know, a fun hookup weekend somewhere, that's up to you. There's also cruises where you can do that, but, you know, uh, again, your choice. In Canada, if I were going to say where I would recommend people go is Western Canada into the Rockies. Absolutely beautiful. And if you want to have an energetic experience, unlike you will not get anywhere else, choose to look at Chateau Lake Louise. And the reason for that is that is a very powerful portal of energy on this planet. It's one of the most powerful. And the reason that people get so energized around in mountains and on the water is because of the powerful negative ions coming off the water as it as you know each wave comes in and also what comes off of the rock faces of the mountains there's a tranquility that you can get there's a recharging that you can get so if you're someone who wants to recharge your relationship recharge yourself be able to do more inner work 
Chateau Lake Louise may be the thing to call you. It's even, it has a different, more powerful, more even nature than that that's in Sedona. Sedona is more fractal-like. This is soothing power building. It's, it's a real elevating energy. On top of which, the natural silt in Lake Louise has makes the, the lake look like it is turquoise. It is exquisite. And even people, when they first see it, they're just like shocked at how beautiful it is. There's, if you go in the winter, you can um, ski. There is Lake Louise and Banff uh, Resort, uh, pardon me, the um, Sunshine Resort, both of which are Banff is Sunshine and Lake Louise is obviously Lake Louise. They are world-class resorts, phenomenal. If you want to do things summer, winter, uh, for a great escape vacation, try Whistler. Um, the uh, uh, Chateau Whistler is phenomenal. It, so you can go in May, you know, April, May, April, you can, you can be skiing one day and then play golf the next because the, um, the Norman course there, the Chateau Whistler Norman course is absolutely exquisite. It is ringed by mountains. There's the, you can, it has the um, ameliorating effect of the ocean because it's on the British Columbia coast. So it is absolutely gorgeous. Now, if you want to do, as I said before, beaches, um, Hawaii, you could try up and down the California coast. Here's one thing that many people, it surprises them, and anyone who's been there will know this. San Francisco is cold, <laughs> and it doesn't matter what time of year of it is, but in the winter, it is chilly. And in the summer, the same thing, you know, fog. And so it's a lot cooler than Southern California. Wanting to go down to Mexico? If you were going to go to Mexico and, you know, you are concerned from a safety factor, stay on the main roads um, if you're going to uh, any area and know, you know, know your exact route that you're going. Trying to come back over the border, if you don't, make sure that you have a pass to go through the fast lane, particularly if you're coming through in the San Diego area. Otherwise, you're sitting on the Mexico side for two to three hours in your car. Not fun. So let's talk about how about going to India. Do you want some place that is exotic? Many people want to have a, a volunteer-type holiday. So that can have that really feel-good thing. of Because one thing is when you are doing something and doing something nice for one person, there is when you watch someone doing something nice for someone, not only does does your brain chemistry change and you feel good about it But you know, when you do that nice thing? But the people who observe you also feel good about it. So when you are on in a place where people are doing nice things, that can increase the possibility of, if you're single, having a romantic uh, connection. Cruises, you know, the good thing about cruises is, you know, you, you take all your stuff with you and, you, you know, get to see different locales wherever you go. Um, I like cruises. I'm not mad keen about, you know, 10,000 people being around me. Because here's the thing. When you have that many people around you, if your aura extends five feet 
on either side of you or eight feet or however many, imagine how many auras impact your aura ongoingly. And for many couples or many people, they want to have fewer people around them. But if you want to have someone where, you know, you run into, some of you may have heard of this show. It's called Below Deck, and it's a Bravo show of what it is like to serve as, you know, the 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 wait staff and the people who are manning the ultra-luxury yachts. And people think, oh, how lucky you get to go to all of these places and see all these things. Yeah, but you're also working, you know, 24-7. You may not be p- being paid a whole lot, but what you likely will get is tremendous um, gratuities after each uh, trip. And, you know, you will get to see a lot of different places, but you're having to take care of people who sometimes are highly, highly demanding. Uh, Having been on some of these lovely boats, they are fabulous. And, you know, everything is taken care of for you. Lovely uh, staterooms. And for many people, being on a boat while it's underway is highly soothing because, uh, first off, the water coming up through, you know, the, the energy of the water coming through, and also the motion of the boat is very soothing for many people, as long as it isn't <laughs> too rough, thank you, no. And, but here's the other thing is when you're wanting to do a trip, as I said before, plan it ahead so that you have an idea of what you're going to do. Do you want to meet people? And, you know, do you want to go someplace inexpensive typically, go to Costa Rica or go to Puerto Rico or go to Greek islands. And the thing is, whatever is, you know, the thing that is going to make you feel the best. And you don't want to put yourself... Now, can a relationship be built out of meeting in a, you know, on a holiday or on a vacation? Sure. Sure it can. Now, there's certain things that will preclude it working, but when we're, we're coming up to our next break, when I come back, I'm going to be talking about how to create that holiday romance and, should you wish to do so, how to keep it going. Because for some people, that's how they met. They were in a state of mind. They, were, you know, they ran into someone. If the only thing you want to do is hook up and have sex, that's actually pretty simple. Uh, again, you know, the, the the booze on ships or, you know, the holiday things. But I've seen where people have gone for a bachelor uh, party, and while he was at his bachelor party in, a, you know, in another city, he met the woman who he would eventually marry. And I will go over that when we come back. But there are ways to have these last and, uh, and other ways that will have them blow totally apart. So... Here come the tunes, and when I come back, I'll talk about holiday romance, keeping it going, and the things that will guide you on it. This is Sex. 
Sex Talk with Lou on Toginet. With your host, Lou Paget. techniques and tips are her specialty. She delivers bite-sized chunks of information you can use right away that work. So stand by for more sex talk when we get back after these. This is Sex Talk with Lou on Toginet.com. recording of our own voice, it always sounds different than we think. This is because the bones in our skull create a resonance from within that makes our voice sound deeper to us. But our recorded voice is how others hear us. I'm sure I'm not the first person who has uttered the words, I really don't sound like that. Do I? Margaret Thatcher famously underwent vocal training to lower her voice and make her sound more statesmanlike. Recently, British Airways polled Americans and Britons to see who they believed had the sexiest voices. Morgan Freeman was voted number one. If a judge loves the sound of his own voice, expect a long sentence. What's a word for a person who loves to hear the sound of their own voice? A philodox. It's Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. It's words you never heard. Here's some interesting facts about people. If someone is lying to you, they tend to look up and to the left. A mythomane is a person who believes something is true when it isn't. You share your birthday with at least 9 million other people in the world. And 6.5 million people in the world have never seen or used a telephone. Boy, that would sure simplify life. What's a word that means yearning for the good old days? Hesternopothia. People with blue eyes are better able to see in the dark. In a lifetime, an average person walks a distance of five times around the earth. Women from Senegal spend 17 hours a week collecting water. Hmm, maybe I don't yearn for the good old days after all. It's I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my new app, Too Funny for Words. Welcome back to Sex Talk. Imagine having access to some of the best experts in the field of sexuality and sexual health so you can finally ask that question. Be it function, sensation, or something you've heard, this is the spot. It's Sex Talk with Lou on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Lou Paget. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. So before... The, before the break, I said I'm going to come back and talk about creating a... Is, is it possible to have a relationship continue after a holiday romance? And if so, what are the things that will make it last and the things that are likely going to be the red flags and, uh-oh, watch out. Now, for many of us, we have met you know, someone completely charming while on holidays. And... Sometimes, you know, you want to stay in touch with this person again, and sometimes it's like, you know, it, it's not going to be possible. There isn't, the, there isn't enough of the feeling of connection. Uh, they're, you know, too far away. There's, you know, there isn't the financial ability to maintain something. And one of the reasons why when people are together and they have a long-distance relationship – one of the reasons it can last longer than 
just meeting someone and, and then going into your day-to-day life. Remember I talked about you doing 95% of what you do during the day subconsciously. But when you meet someone and it's like the two of you against the world, right? And every time you see one another, you're on your best behavior. So you see one another every two weeks and and or three weeks and you plan it and you get together and you have the romantic meals and you have the meet one another at the airport, all of the, the things from, you know, romantic comedies that everyone thinks is, you know, their real world, which it isn't. But so that's why sometimes a long-distance romance can last, you know, a year, 18 months before, you know, and until and unless there's a shift and a change in whether one or the other partner wishes to make a compromise, move or do something, it will eventually not work because there isn't, you're not building a, um, a consistent history of the two of you on a day-to-day basis. And that's the thing that will, will interrupt most holiday romances is having to come back into a day-to-day world and they cannot be your number one focus any longer. And so eventually, you know, the letters sort of peter out and, you know, you don't, you know, the emails or the texts or, you know, whatever. And, you know, you may have, you know, seen that person as, you know, a potential something, but if there isn't the ability for the two of you to get some common ground and some common time in your day-to-day life, chances are it's not going to work. Now, how if you are, because I talked before the break about the, the, the man at his bachelor party, he was a successful surgeon uh, in Seattle area, and he was with, um, you know, his, you know, buds, and they were off, uh, I can't remember where they were, but, you know, somewhere with beach and, you know, bathing suits included. And as he's sitting at the bar with his friends, you know, and bachelor parties are usually a couple of weeks before, um, he sees this woman walk in, and it was like this, boom, that's the one. So he literally went back, and I said to him, I said, ooh, that must have been a bit dicey. And he said, ah, yeah. But what he was smart enough to know, and here's what I tell people. When you are, if you are getting married or you're with someone because you think it's the thing you should do at this moment, for most men, doesn't matter if they're straight or gay, they are looking for that time when they get just get hit. And that's what happened to this guy. And I've heard it time and time again. Now, if you're on a, on a holiday or you're on a vacation and you see someone is just like, boom. As one friend of mine said when he met this woman, this is how he described it. I met her on her honeymoon. And it was true. He did. And she had gotten married because she thought she was supposed to be married to this guy. He came from a very wealthy family, blah, blah, blah. Needless to say, did not work. And when they meet one another, Jerry Seinfeld, uh, his wife Jessica, was married to a uh, one of the top, you know, the sons of one of the top theater companies in New York. And she met Seinfeld like six weeks after she was married at the gym, and it was just like this, boom. And so needless to say, you know, there was, you know, uh, the end of that marriage. And But this guy, this uh, physician said... He knew immediately, 
And here's the other thing. She was on the holiday to get over her broken engagement because she had just previously ended something and said, I knew it was not going to be what I should do. But when you are, when if you are really clear about that and listen, here's the thing I tell people. Do not make the majority of your relationship decisions based solely between your ears because that's not the real thinker, okay? That's not the real indicator. It's what is your heart. Your heart is the one that cannot lie to you. And here's how I tell people. If you are already being intimate with someone, sleeping with them, when you wake up in the middle of the night, if you roll over and look at them and it makes your heart smile, chances are you're in the right place. If not, then, because here's the thing, that is your heart speaking when you wake up in the middle of the night. That is your little voice, the one that can't lie. Your brain can lie to you all day long, particularly when you're, you know, vertical and walking around. Oh, I like that about that. I like this part of that. Or, but really, the thing that will tell you the most important message is the heart. And I remember a friend of mine, a very well-known man worldwide, very powerful in business, and he had been married and uh, was divorced, and he met a woman who, and he said to me literally, he said, I don't need anything, but I need her. And he said, I never thought I would say that. And that was a shock to him. But it really is the reason, you know, that he pursued her constantly. And what I also tell people, here's the thing. If the holiday romance is going to work, if you're talking about in hetero situation, it usually has to be because the guy is motivated. The man has to be motivated to maintain this. Because if he, this is not politically correct to say this, but when men see what they want, they become strategic and they start doing the planning. How can I be there? How can I, you know, uh, surprise her? How can I do this? And again, that is, so the creative part of the mind, the one that is, you know, your conscious mind, that's not 5% then. That's more like 25%. Because when you fall in love with someone, you are focused. You are. You want to be around them. You're thinking about them all the time. And that's one of the reasons why people have that, you know, fall in love, have sex all day long, and they know that that's the person. They're just like smitten. And that's the other thing that changes over a period of time because your, your subconscious mind starts operating more than your conscious mind. And... But let's go back to here you are, you meet on a holiday. First thing, in this day and age, it's so much easier to find out whether or not someone is actually telling you the truth, right? Uh, I remember being in London, and I was there for a TV show that I was shooting, and I was staying at the you know, this particular place. There was myself and one other gentleman who was in the dining room, and I had flown in that day from L.A., and what I do when I travel is I set my watch for exactly what's happening when I arrive in the location. So it may have been, you know, midnight over here or, you know, whatever time. I did not sleep on that flight. I stayed up because I wanted to be as close to on London time when I got in there because I had to be on you know, on the ball the next day. So what I do is I plan to 
um, delay going to sleep so that I try and reset my body watch for that time. So I was, it was late for me. I'd been up almost like 36 hours, but I was determined to have dinner. But so this person said um, he was very fun, very charming, and we ended up uh, having, you know, a glass of wine together. And he came over and he said, you know, might I, you know, uh, you know, share, uh, you know, the meal with you? And I said, sure. I, you know, he said, I, you know, I prefer to have conversation. I said, sure, that's fine. And then we ended up going um, the next night to something else. And so it ended up being like three or four or five things that were done because I was there for a week shooting this show. And, but unbeknownst to me, he had lied and said that he was single. Well, he wasn't. And this was, you know, pre, uh, you know, all the social media to find out what someone was doing. I mean, I could do, you know, cursory checks, but not to the extent where, you know, you can find out just about anything you want about somebody. And he lied. He was actually engaged. And, um, but, we, you know, here's the thing. As soon, I mean, there was... Oh, oh, then here was the thing. He was saying, oh, yes, I'm, I can hardly wait to come over and visit you in Los Angeles. And I was like, okay, well, you know, that would be kind of fun. Uh, and when things tried to go forward to do that, uh, there was the behaviors are the no answering the calls, uh, not getting back in a timely fashion. When someone is interested, they're focused, and they'll get back to you right away. If they're lying, you're going to know right away. The other thing that when you are traveling for a you know a sexy romantic holiday, make sure if you are going into a country where if you're taking sex toys, make sure that they're kind of innocuous and people won't be able to you know know what they are or they'll be at least you know a little more discreet because I have had I had my bag ripped apart going through Jakarta Airport where, as you know, Indonesian, the majority of people, uh, is Muslim, and anything, there's no discussion about sex, people are married young, but it was, my bag got ripped apart. So if you are, you know, and I was traveling to do a presentation, and I had a number of products there. But, so anyways, when we come, we're coming after the final break, I'm going to come back again with how to keep the romance going, and then back to some more hot places to go for your hot, sexy vacation. Talk to you right after the break. Sex Talk with Lou on Toginet with your host, Lou Paget. Techniques and tips are her specialty. She delivers bite-sized chunks of information you can use right away that work. So stand by for more Sex Talk when we get back after these. This is Sex Talk with Lou on Toginet.com. 
Are you looking for something more in your life or business? More success? More stability? More happiness? It's all out there waiting for you, but it doesn't just happen. You've got to go get it. Make it happen with Michelle McCullough, where motivation and strategy intersect. Michelle is a serial entrepreneur, acclaimed speaker, and the WooHoo Radio Network's resident business and success strategist. Michelle has the smarts, strategies, and experience to help you improve your life and take your business to the next level. You've got big dreams. You've got big vision. Now it's time for you to make it happen. Julie Brain Lady Anderson is considered to be one of the nation's top experts on the brain personality connection. And now every week she's here to share her knowledge with you. When you learn to tap into the potential of your natural gifts and the power of the brain-mind connection, the sky is never the limit. As a matter of fact, there is no limit. Tune in to Brain Lady Speaks with Julie Brain Lady Anderson, Wednesdays at 12 p.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on the Lessons in Joyful Living Radio Network. Welcome back to Sex Talk. Imagine having access to some of the best experts in the field of sexuality and sexual health so you can finally ask that question. Be it function, sensation, or something you've heard, this is the spot. It's Sex Talk with Lou on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Lou Paget. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. Um, uh, during the break, uh, Karina, who's the producer for my show, had just sent me a chat thing saying, you know, that must have been really interesting going through that. And they were probably like, gasp. Well, I said, I'll talk about it. So what happened is I was being brought in to do an Asian tour. And I was going to uh, Singapore, Hong Kong, Manila, Kuala Lumpur, and, um, and Jakarta. So those were my five destinations in Asia. And when I got to Jakarta, I had two big suitcases. And rather than trying to ship things, uh, I knew that it was better if I carried them. And I had informed my hosts that I was going to be bringing these things. The one gentleman who was part of the group that I was coming to speak to, his business, he, he, his company ran the airport. So what he told the gentleman who was meeting me at the plane. So they met me at the plane. Um, they put me in a you know private car, drove me to a certain area, and then I went through and I was waiting on the other side past customs for my bag to come through. Well, the guy who was supposed to take my bag off the conveyor belt and not have it be x-rayed didn't do it. Hence, my bags ended up going into um, – they sort of – they, you know, took them and they took them into this uh, room. Well, I'm on the other side, and then all of a sudden they say, they need you to come back. And I'm like, okay. So I, you know, was having a juice or something. I walk back in there, and um, what was that movie? It was a movie where a guy, um, it was in the 70s or something, that he, oh, I think it was called Midnight Express, and he was... Um, he was tra- he was uh, carrying drugs through um, God where was it some you know somewhere in you know where military police run things and it was like a scene out of that so I walk into this room and I swear to God it was like ten feet by ten feet there were like desks all over in the center of the room was a table with 
I swear to God, a six-inch stack of cigarette butts in this ashtray. And all of the guys were smoking so much that the air was blue. And on the floor were my bags, and they had been ripped apart. And <laughs> um, any of you who may have known what my seminars are like, I use a product called Chantilly, which is a molding of a woman's vulva. And I use it, as I call for, the geography lesson. And then I also have the product that sticks, it has a um, suction cup, and sticks onto a plate of the male genitalia, so a, a dong or a dildo. And then I also had a whole range of product for the um, participants of this particular presentation that I was doing because I give away product. I you know, build that into the, the cost and uh, because many of them are not ever going to be able to see these things in stores there. So i sitting there, and all of a sudden the one guy, and of course they're speaking, um, you know, Indonesian, a language I do not speak, obviously. And But what I looked at, one of the things that was the funniest thing for me is that when they pulled open the thing, they pulled out Gentile, at, you know, because she was wrapped in a, in, a, in a towel. And I'm sure they almost like would want to cut their hand off because when they realized what it was they were holding, um, it was like, yeah! And she was like lying there in the middle of the floor. But, I mean, and I sat there, and I was there for probably 40 minutes. And what I kept thinking was, okay, if they're not going to let me in the country, what am I have to do next? Where do I have to go to Hong Kong next. I leave, so I'm going to have to do blah, 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 blah. And But then they started asking me, what was this for? And I said, well, they're marital aids, because I figured I'm going to go to the married side of things, and these guys kept smoking, and they kept walking in and out, and there was, at one point, there were about six of them standing there, you know, they're military police is who they are, and I'm, like, just sitting there, I'm not, you know, I'm not sweating, I'm not, you know, and I would just kept, I kept imagining myself, I just kept seeing myself walking out of the airport with my bags, with the stuff in my bags, too, and what it finally worked is that the people who had invited me, when they saw the list of who had invited me, they literally were the people who run the country and their families. And so that, I'm sure, was the reason that I got sent through. And the one, you know, they ended up having to have me, you know, sign something, you know, when I was leaving uh, Indonesia. But the important thing was is that they hadn't seen these. And when they put things back into my bag, guess what? There was one less book, one less other toy, one less of this thing. So before they packed the bag up, they sort of did a little discount shopping. But the thing is, I told them, I said, these are for married couples. Um, it's a presentation I do at UCLA. It's the same presentation that I do to enhance, you know, marriages and you know, and then they asked me, they said, how many of these toys are yours? I said, none. And the guy looked at me and he said, none of these are yours? I said, no, <laughs> none. <laughs> I don't think he really believed me, but I was telling the truth. So anyways, they, you know, packed everything back up and, you know, there came my little bags and out the airport I went. Now, I had a similar thing happen in San Salvador, when I, in, in El Salvador, when I was going in there, where... They um, did the same thing. It was, you know, the 
families that, you know, run the biggest industries there. And lo and behold, one of everything was not in the bag when, in the boxes, when they arrived for the presentation. And, you know, so if you're going to be traveling and taking toys, make sure you do so discreetly. And, you know, because, and the other thing, just because, you know, it's okay in one country, it may not be okay in another country. And, you know, so I just, you know, I always urge people to be, you know, a little more circumspect about, you know, traveling with their stuff. I, I have had bags of mine where a vibrator has gone off. And so I learned, you know, when I was traveling back and forth all the way across in North America a lot, I just take the batteries out, which actually from a toy care standpoint is one of the best things you can do. When I went into India, uh, it was a similar thing, having to make sure that it was, you know, the product uh, was, you know, uh, it was vetted. They met me at the plane. I got walked through customs. And so, I mean, there's times when I let them know because I don't want them to have an issue and I don't want myself to have an issue. Because at one point, I was going to be going to Kuala Lumpur, to KL, to present, and I asked a, a woman that I know who speaks over there, and she said, you know, Lou, one of the things that I would suggest to you is that if you uh, go and nothing happens, nothing happens. But she said, if you go and they decide to make an example out of you, she said, it will not be pretty. And I was being brought into, and she said, it isn't going to be the people who are at the event. He, she said, they're the people who want to hear from you. But she said, the issue is the staff or any people who might be there and feel that you are insulting their, you know, um, their faith, that's where the issue is. And uh, so I chose not to go at that time, but in this situation, I wasn't even anywhere near where I was brought to a resort, and then I left that same uh, evening. I, you know, so I was just there and left, and there was no staff around. And I tell them that. I said, look, you need to know that there could be an issue because sometimes people are upset that this is being spoken about, particularly if it's being spoken about both to women and to men in a mixed audience. In India, I had to do separate audiences um, just to because it's something that there's still, you know, like 70, 80 percent of the marriages there are arranged marriages. They're not love marriages. And this for them is important. And when I asked the women if they would um, uh, use the uh, instructional product, as I call it, the dildo, they were, it was almost like, you know, it was going to burn their hands. They're like, oh, my God, can I touch that? And I'm like, yeah. I said, it's kind of like when you're learning how to play tennis, you can watch someone play tennis, but when you actually hit that tennis ball, it's a completely different body dynamic and muscle memory. So when I'm teaching people the different techniques, if they have something in their hands, they remember it much better. So anyways, those are some of my... Um, hilarious travel stories. Now, to go back to keeping that hot, sexy romance. Now, here's the thing. Let's say you want to go and you want to golf. Great. You can go, you know, with a partner. You can go with people who want to travel together. Um, 
Banff Springs Hotel. If you want to stay in a castle in North America, Banff Springs Hotel. Lake Louise, Chateau Lake Louise. They're absolutely gorgeous. Uh, Broadmoor Hotel in Colorado is also beautiful. Great golfing there as well. I, to me, I love to have people be in, you know, a place where it's away from their, you know, what they have to do on a day-to-day basis. There's also, everyone knows about the staycay, find a hotel and just go there for two days. Be taken care of, not have to do anything. That can recharge things very easily without travel. And um, if you are going to go someplace with uh, way out of the way, try the Seychelles. They're gorgeous. And... You know, they're they're safe. I mean, many times people will go places and, you know, it isn't the world, it isn't, a, you know, the safest place for them. So you've got to be smart because if you're going to be, you know, having, you know, adult beverages and things like that, um, you've, you've got to make sure you keep you safe. So can a holiday romance last and continue? Yes, I know people that are in long-term relationships and marriages now where that's where they met. But the reason is, I think it's almost like the universe has a great sense of humor. They lived in the same city or they lived close to one another and then they met, you know, someplace thousands and thousands of miles away. And, you know, it's almost like, ah, I had to come here to meet you. And I know many people who have ended up meeting someone who when they were trying to, you know, heal, get over something, um, uh, job thing or whatever. So, you know, knowing that when you are going on, you know, this vacation, wherever it is, create and tell yourself it's going to be miraculous and you're going to have so much fun. If you're together, if you're single, or if you're going as a group, let's say you decided to rent a home, you know, somewhere as a group, anytime there's a bunch of other energy around where people are enjoying themselves, it's magnetic, trust me. And Having fun on your vacation is one of the things that makes you sexiest. Not how much cleavage you're showing and, you know, how much you're trying to do, but how much fun you're having because people are attracted to fun. Truly they are. So we're coming to the end of the show. I hope, you know, you have a fabulous, sexy holiday, romantic getaways this summer, and we will be back next week. And take care and have a fabulous rest of the week. Bye for now. for being a part of Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet with host Lou Paget. Every week, this will be your chance to be a fly on the wall and learn about one of the most important parts of our health, our sexual health. Join Lou Paget 